Adventures of the Podcast Dungeon, you have come across another goddamn horror podcast with Graham Faye, Jonas Barnes, and Ryan Danley. <laughs> A proud member of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Welcome, everybody, to yet another goddamn horror podcast. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm here with Jonas and Graham, and we're going to hop right into this. What's up, mm-hmm. guys? Yep. And we are yeah. going to welcome from, from like, well, this is so great, really, isn't this? This great? is really cool. This is really cool. This is really <laughs> fun. Uh, on, the, on the edge of him uh, releasing his uh, the prequel to his trilogy of found footage movies, The Hell House LLC, welcome to the show, uh, Stephen Cognetti. How's it going, man? Hey, awesome. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for being is, here, man. Is it really a prequel? No, we wouldn't really do the prequel. Um, and like, and that's the whole thing. I, I, I only did it because I didn't want to make anything that was direct prequel or sequel to the original trilogy. I wanted to make something that was a little bit more on its own original. And sure. I think that's why um, I, it seems like so far the reviews are good um, for it. And I think it's because it's not uh, a sequel or a prequel. I think it's like its own movie. And, and so I think it's sure. like surviving on its own. It felt like sort of like a spinoff, and I thought that was yeah. awesome. I yeah, wish there were more spinoffs of horror. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I really like that. I, I, I think I mostly just said that because, like, it had kind of been advertised a little bit. Like, oh, he's coming it in had, with a prequel. It had been like pushed originally when we announced it. It was kind of like uh, pushed out there as a, kind of like it is going to be a prequel, but um, we 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 didn't. Yeah, we we can't do that. I I didn't want to make a film that just lived in the prequel, or like lived in the eighties, um, lived at the Abaddon Hotel. I wanted to make something completely different. And remember, I, I burned down the Abaddon Hotel at the end of the third one mm-hmm. reason because I didn't want to go back there. I was like, I'm done with this. Sure. Um, Burns burnt. It's it's uh, it's not uh, a structure anymore. Uh, right. So uh, the last thing I wanted to do was go back there and like prequel wise though. But I d- I did want to tease some elements. Um, from what might have happened in the 80s into the story um because to show that it's in the world of of hell house but it's still its own story sure what a what a dedication to by the way to that concept where you just like i'm burning the goddamn building down like it's just uh, <laughs> we're not <Yeah>. going back <laughs> burning it to the ground i love those kind of decisions <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's like it's, no going back now no like, going yeah. back now although we we have seen things rebuilt uh overnight in this uh in the horror world but it's um <laughs> yeah so, so what's like so i'm I've been a fan of the Hell House movies, I, I, and I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I think that Hell House like reinvigorated my my enjoyment of found footage. Like, I mean, yeah. I, it's not that I ever had anything against found footage, but like, I just you know, like, okay, it was found footage, and it was kind of um, a, a little um, I, don't, I don't know, just like not really like on my radar as much as uh, zombies or body horror or anything like that. And honestly, like your movies uh, kind of like snatched me, and I believe. A a lot of people actually because like definitely pretty, me yeah and pretty like I, I don't know i mean of course i'm sure there's naysayers out there because it's horror and that's just kind of what these people do but like but uh uh but like to me like people like universally love the, the hell house movies you know what i mean and like and and there's like a lot of like hell house love and i think that that kind of that has sort of like pushed the domino into enjoying a lot more found footage and uh um how do you like like so had you like dreamed of this for a long time or what what what, what how did this kick off uh making the original hell house yes yeah yeah. um well yeah i know i i want to i've been um wanting to make my first feature for a while and not really sure what to do and um i made the decision uh i've never written horror and but i love the genre love watching the genre i obviously grew up in the 80s and 90s and you know all the classics uh so much there and so i've always been a fan of the genre and never thought about making it but then i thought i think I think it's a good genre for any filmmaker to jump into because it's so forgiving. It's so um, easy to do on a low budget. And um, horror is a genre that you don't need millions of dollars to make it. You just got to make it scary. And and it's not going to cost you a lot of money to make something scary if you have a good concept. So it's a good um, way to go indie is the horror genre. And um, so you don't need name actors. Uh, So that was when I decided like, yeah, I'm going to try writing a horror script. Um, And and Hell House was my first foray into that. 
Um, and I love the concept. They love the idea of uh, if something goes wrong in a haunted house attraction, how would you know? Because everyone's acting like sure. there is something wrong. Yep. Um, so their job is to pretend like, you know, something is off. So uh, just explore that and, and wrote many drafts before, before I got to where we set on for filming, though. But um, and, and then taking it to the realm of like a, of a fake documentary. Uh, one thing, one movie that really inspired me from the get-go was uh, Lake Lake Mungo. It was one of my mm-hmm. favorite mm-hmm. footage movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way they did that uh, fake uh, foul documentary style filmmaking was so chilling. And when I was uh, doing rewrites of uh, Hell House, I was like, you know, I loved what Lake Mungo do. Let's let, let me try to take this into that like kind of like. Um, documentary style but like kind of like a dateline thing what i love like those um uh dateline mystery shows but instead of like uh, what is normally uh you know a guy murdered his wife let's try something that's paranormal um and but they're still trying to solve that they're going back and saying like what happened that night and we're still so the whole mystery is there documentary style and so and this eventually by the many rewrites we got to the story that we um you know that we filmed so yeah that's how it came about yeah, it's um, it's uh, really. I mean, for your first like go around into horror, I gotta say it's pretty impressive because a, it's yeah. actually it's <laughs> actually like I don't think horror's got to be like scary per se. People are always like, oh, it's not scary, and I'm like, well, some horror scary, some isn't, stuff like that. But but Hell House is scary. Like, I mean, like that's <laughs> I mean, like it's just a scary movie, like the clowns and the yeah. the deal and everything like that. So, I mean, clearly that comes like sort of naturally to you because that's if that's your first go around with horror, which looking at your um IMDB, it is, and you're like, um, and you bust out like this like a pretty amazing kind of like trend setting, like uh, you know, found found footage footage. revival. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And Lake Mongo is really good, but uh yeah. 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 But but um but I think that like your movie's more uh, maybe more accessible for for people. It's still a little bit more fun, you know what I mean? Um yeah. so because you did find that nice nuance in there which it's a drag because it's a bummer what's happening in there but it's still fun and like there's still like there's still interesting things so that's a that's a that's a cool spot to hit i feel like i I feel like also found footage is like it's one of those subgenres that like there's not a whole lot of gray area like it's either really good or it's really shitty like there's just there's <laughs> yes. not a whole lot of like yes. floating in between things and your films uh, are firmly on the good side and like also the other thing about it is that you have done that multiple times now like you've you know the whole series is good which is that's a really hard thing to pull off so uh props yeah. to you for that Thank you. I've heard a you know a, a fair amount of people say like that the they love the first one and the and the the second two were were okay. They never say oh they're, they're they totally dropped the ball. They're like it just didn't. But I love the the building of the story so much. Like that's what like <clears throat> the first one was genuinely scary, and that clown is <laughs> specifically like really off putting and not like a normal scary clown. There's something really different about that one but um it just like i loved the way it unfolded throughout all of them and then and then even into the the new origins the way that showed itself and and so it's just i I, the way the world opens up i really appreciate awesome that's so nice you to say thank you yeah and uh, that's um i in the fourth one i was actually trying to get back to the original because i know that um while people said some nice things about two and three the general consensus was that it was nothing like the first and so when i went into the fourth one i was saying well if i'm going to make a fourth one i want to make sure that it's it's going to um be up there like people are going to say that it's um it it is as as scary as the i want to make something scary as the original um and so that that was the goal uh, of making the fourth one i wanted to be as scary as the original um and uh which i think was a little easier to do just because we were in a different location and i think two and three were tough to to have those scares because we're in the same location and two and three and just tough to be as scary as the original just because of that thing that we're like and um i actually i was joking about this last night at the ifc center with uh with the audience it's just like um you know i i I, by the end i was like how many things can i write that happens in 2c 
um, you know, it's going to be right. Right. <laughs> right. Like, you know, like at some point, like we get it too. See scary. All right. Like, <laughs> right. like we've had enough scares in that room. Um, so it, it was a really breath of fresh air to get out of the Abaddon hotel. And I think that's what kind of, uh, breathe new life into this film. And, 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 and I think I'm hoping that people see it as comparable to the original. Uh, you, you know, and, and, yeah. And for, and for the record, I think two and three are freaking fantastic. I think that one is so good that sometimes it's like, it, it kind of like, it's like one of those things where like the follow-ups can be sort of challenging because the bar has been set at that sort of level, but they're both, a, they're both actually excellent films. So, so like, uh, you know what I mean? And I, and I, and I'm a big fan of world building, you know, like, I think that that's like a really cool part about it. Like that's what turns like, uh, like the John Wick movies from being like, Oh, just a guy shooting a bunch of guys. So like actually these cool kind of movies, cause like they've been able to create this whole world in the background and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I, just think world building is like you know like where where the you know where the rubber hits the road when it comes to writing and stuff like that so to be able to go back and like sort of create that house and for what it is and stuff like that that's like like i love the first one a lot but i really liked like the second and third one because it's sort of like you know like uh gave it the whole thing a foundation you know and and so it's like and it goes on and then and now that with origins and um and you're right origins is sort of like a callback to the first one it's in a different place and it, it is again scary and um yeah. you know i'm a i'm a i'm a big uh i'm a big dude and uh i get uh scared um you know what i mean like i don't want <laughs> i don't want um i don't want um you know any of those uh you know i don't want people with masks running around my i won't spoil anything i don't want i don't want any of that crap um you know like so it's a it's a it's a deal um if somebody in a mask shows up in a building that I'm in and I'm not expecting that person in a mask to be in that building, I'm 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 kind of shitting my pants a little bit. I'm just like, like, all right, why is this why is this clown person over here? Like this, right, is, right, like, this is not a place for clowns. What's going on? Exactly. Like, <laughs> um you know what i love to see too is on the first one um a lot of people have the same last name as you in the uh in a situation like that and that always makes me happy did you you recruited your family for that or was that oh uh, no i mean uh for um they were all executive producers uh oh, cool. and so they they backed the film they, oh, cool. they, they oh nice financially uh got the film made because uh i always um uh, yeah, I, I'm incredibly close with my family. Those are, those are brothers, cousins, um, and uh, and you know we're all very close. And uh, they had uh, they they have known that I've been trying. I have been wanting to break into feature uh, filmmaking for a while. I went to film school and all that, you know. So I've I've been um, at it for a while, um, and and so I, I knew that if I was going to do it, I I could probably get some financial support from family, but. Um, but again, I would have to keep those numbers small. I wasn't going to go to anybody and say, like, can I have $25,000? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> right. That wasn't going to happen. So, um, and that's the whole thing. So the challenge was being like, a, like I, I know I can only raise a little bit of money. But what I did is um, uh, I, I, my strategy was instead of asking a few people for a lot of money, I asked a lot of people for a little money. Um, and that got me to a place where we could film it. I mean, our budget was... <laughs> I mean, their budgets are still small, but like, but even on the original, it was just, uh, it was, it was, it was comical, but, um, uh, but you, you make up for that by just finding like great locations that, um, they kind of film themselves, you know, they, they, and the, finding sure. that hotel helped so much finding the Abaddon hotel, which is the Waldorf state of fear, which is right now in season. Um, it's so much fun. It's a, such a great haunted house attraction right now. Um, and they keep a lot of the stuff from the original movie you know, on the tour itself. Um, okay. And, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, it's a really cool place. It's uh it's in Pennsylvania uh, where I live, but um, uh, so yeah, it's just, uh, so they backed me and that's, and so, and for backing me, um, yeah, they were executive producers. They were the first ones who saw the the first cut of the film and, and were able to, and gave me some notes on it. And some of the notes, some of the, I don't like taking notes, um, but as a film, <laughs> you have to, um, but, uh, but some of their notes were like really constructive and good. And because it was my first feature. So it's just getting, getting eyeballs, um, on your film before the world season and just, you know, getting someone getting um uh, objective uh, uh eyes on your film is always really uh helpful and it just it's um you know sometimes they tell you things you're like oh, i don't want to like that note but it's i, I don't, <laughs> you, know, like, you so, have a point <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh it was great and just uh 
and because you know we're we're family we've known each other for so long it was just so fun to uh do do something you know like everyone has their own careers their own lives their own, own worlds and everything like that but then we were able to like, like kind of like get together and do something again together as a family and i was able to like kind of share that with sure. them um it was a it was a lot of fun and i mean they must be pretty happy because the, it's a, been a pretty successful you know you know i mean it's a franchise at this point yeah. and like now you're doing spinoffs and now you're doing other things and so you know what i mean so uh not every movie works like that you know what i mean so it's uh it's nice that you were able to yeah, you never know how that's going to work out i mean especially yeah. I, I um film investing i i what i've heard is a very risky business so sure. <laughs> um so you know but you know it's just, i think it's been great for for them um and uh i think just everyone involved in the film uh both cast and crew it's been fun for them just to see you know to be a part of something that they kind of like kind of grew um and, and took on a life of its own it's been it's been a lot of fun for sure and um you've uh you've made it made it around all of the uh um, the streaming service i can't remember what i watched it on first i think i watched it on most people found it on prime yeah i found it on prime i think originally but now you're you're with shutter and that's and that's yeah, awesome but, shutter, yeah. yep and um and the and new Monday, all four will be on shutter yeah yep nice. and that's uh that's pretty fun uh we we deal with a lot of shutter uh shutter releases here and, we, and they, oh, there's so many good shutter releases. <laughs> yeah and the shutter yeah. big, big fan they especially do especially this season it's just been it was funny i just uh tweeted this out um i was uh at the uh ifc center last night the screening i met uh, sam zimmerman who's uh their their uh content curator um the head of uh curation for all their all everything they bring in uh and just i got to meet him and i was just got to express in person like like i'm having such a fun time with my shutter subscription <laughs> yeah dude. You know, like, like thank you everything you're doing everything you do uh is great so uh he was nice he's very nice to meet and so what an amazing job that would be to have like just yeah. be the point just be like For real I, mean, I get to pick all the cool stuff that's going to be on this channel yeah. absolutely like yeah, yeah you know and, and they do the shutter originals now so like they're involved yeah. in oh yeah in, in producing their own content not just licensing content but also making st uh, stuff of their own so they're um which i guess is what every streamer is doing now they're getting into both licensing and and, and original creation and shutter's doing such a great job uh, and they got so many great titles coming out um i mean uh, hell house aside they have so much awesome stuff um uh, on the horizon that's coming out for them so it's just exciting when evil lurks is when evil is... lurks is a big one uh i and the one i was i was really promoting to him i i my I, my big tip of my hat last night to uh sam was um uh the sacrifice game uh coming oh yeah in december on shutter uh that uh um uh that film was amazing i saw i saw it in uh telluride horror festival we were because we were we were out there mirroring uh cool. telluride, and it was there and i got to see that it was it was awesome i haven't yeah, seen that one yet but i've actually heard multiple people talking about that one that have seen like a pre like a you know a screener or like a it was probably festival stuff actually because i've heard that quite a bit that it's um, you're gonna be blown away by it it's on every level it's awesome that's I can't really wait. Awesome. That's, yeah, that's, so, and then, you know, so it's got to be kind of fun for you to, uh, to, you know what I mean? Like to see like your creation that you came up with, with your, with your family and stuff like that. So like, wow, you're being, you're kind of like the big release for Halloween on shutter. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's true. A, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I was so happy. They gave us that uh, fun release uh, date, uh, which is the, you know, um, eve of Halloween. So uh, that, and that, that was really cool to get that. So that meant a lot. Yeah, and yeah, everybody awesome. everybody knows the real spooky movie watching is Halloween Eve anyways. So it's, I mean, uh, it is. I mean you know what I mean? What are you going to do? Hand out candy and watch uh, Hell House Origins? No, you got to see it the night before. And uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, so you can hand out, you know, um, hand out uh, razor, or razor blades or candy, whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever you want to find out. Yeah, yeah. Red uh, walls. So, um, just don't be that just don't be the house on the block that hands out raisins don't be that asshole <laughs> don't be that one that's handing out yeah, yeah the a dentist in my neighborhood growing up hey, uh, I'm uh, a, as, a, as a parent I'm, if someone hands out toothpaste i'm like thank you like thank you yeah. Yeah. Like, see kids yeah. all right right do you have anything else like that i could use in the house yeah. like paper yeah. towels or anything yeah, like yeah. That. <laughs> it's a cloth in there like right. yeah so here's I'll just, there I'll just should be there should be adult adult trick-or-treating where you just walk around and they're like you need uh, like an extra roll of toilet toilet paper. Paper. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i noticed your chips uh, your plates were all chipped here's a plate you know what i mean like, yeah. 
Um, so what do you got? You know, so you got Hell Hell's Origins. Now you have something else coming up as well, correct? Yeah, uh, Origins is uh, yeah, obviously coming out on Shutter on the thirtieth. But um, uh, so a film very near and dear to my heart is A Two Five Horse Road. It's it's my first uh, non found footage feature, and um, uh, we uh, finished that film in twenty twenty one. So I um, I've been kind of uh, uh, sad for the the actors and crew involved with it that it's been such a long process coming out, and uh, I get so many like emails from the actors like, uh, "Are we any closer? Is it like am I ever going to see this film?" <laughs> Trust me. Um, and it's coming out, and, and it looks amazing. Um, we we work with so many amazing people, both uh, in production but also post production. Um, this film was scored by an amazing composer, and uh, the colorist who worked on It Follows is our is a colorist. On oh our wow! Film. Oh sweet! Um, wow! And uh, and a uh, um, yeah, and uh, and a sound mixer and post that just like just took the film to another level. And in the in the in the in the sound mix, it's just like all these elements are coming together in post as well which is just on another level and uh it's just really excited finally for people to see this and it's just because it's i it's a, it, at its bones it's it's a haunted house tale but it's a haunted house tale told i think in a very unique way um and it's kind of i always describe it um as a it's kind of like pulp fiction in a way it's told like you know pulp fiction you see you see the narratives told different perspectives but you see sure. the same scenes you see how they overlap from different yeah 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 and so that's how this haunted house story is told from different perspectives of people living in the house and you see everything kind of interconnect and and every act is a is a chapter a different a different person's perspective in the film that's, that's uh, cool that's really awesome uh what what sorry to back up really quick what's the name of that colorist because he i wish i'd name him because he is actually amazing incredible yeah, yeah because it follows the color in that is yeah. it is i mean like that movie perfect. is perfect it is it is amazing it should be yeah Dr. mark todd osborne yeah that's his name okay cool yeah just to, just to back up on that because uh yeah mark todd there he is final final colors there is um but yeah but uh yeah it follows uh doesn't get enough love for its color um i think in the in the world but it is a beautiful I, movie but that's so funny it, it's i can't believe that um uh, he agreed to work on our little indie film because when I was working with the cinematographer in, pro in pre-production on A25, we, um, I drew, I brought up a lot of stills from It Follows as, um, as inspiration for, for, uh, what, what I would love the look to be and how we should go about lighting. And there's a lot of, um, uh, um, exterior and interior daytime scenes uh and so that a two five is is a little bit of unique where like a, a lot of our scares are going to take place during the daytime mm -hmm. um nice. uh, so i like uh, that yeah it's not just nighttime stuff actually it's mostly daytime stuff so um uh and that was like that was like kind of like a, a challenge for me i kind of want to like like I, I i love the idea of like just like soft sunlight um uh daylight coming through the windows and like you know the eeriness of that you can make that scene eerie just as much as you can just like the dead of night um so that was the challenge of it but i loved a lot of the uh the look that they did and it follows of, of both the uh exterior interior uh daytime stuff so um it's just so funny it did, that was just like, images i was sending the cinematographer and then it ends up being with the, the colorist uh uh, worked on it, and he said something funny, really funny to me when I when we first had our first uh, our conversation about the the look of the film, and he said, uh, "I I'm I'm not going to do it follows. I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give your film the look of it follows 2.0." Oh, nice. Uh, I said, <laughs> uh, "I don't know I don't know what that means, but I cannot wait to see it." And, <laughs> and and then he showed me frames, and and I was just blown away by the, by the look of the film fantastic i think um daytime horror like like when there's it, there's especially like dusk and everything there's like a it, it seems more real yeah it seems more immediate and real to be like <clears throat> so yeah i love that kind of stuff when it's like yeah. dusk and that's when you get scared like there's something about that change too like you can't see as well and everything kind of it's great so that's yeah, cool. and there's something like another level, <clears throat> level of unsettledness because of the realness of um of of that. So yeah, 
Uh, I love the look of this film. I just can't wait for it to come out. But uh, it, I mean, we're just finishing up post post production. Should be finishing up within the next few weeks. So it, we still has a long way to go before it will find a home and where it will be seen and everything like that. But sure. uh, but the, outside of Hellas, this is a, a project I'm excited for eventually to come out. I know everyone who worked on it is very excited for that prospect. <laughs> <laughs> sure, everyone is like, I promise you. Well, yeah, so I was in now. a I, w- I was in a film. <laughs> I promise. Yeah, you. I know. Yeah, nobody likes working on a film that it never gets seen. So uh, I, I, I promise I didn't just disappear for a month yeah. um yeah it's uh, <laughs> my wife i'm like we made something i promise Vegas or something um <laughs> so. so like um so you were you said you were into like the horror growing up and and stuff like that were you were you and uh like how did you like what what did you go to film school to start to to make what did you want to do yeah that's the thing and as i was saying earlier i never really thought about horror as a genre that i wanted to get into as you know, as a filmmaker so when I, when I went to film school um i was making comedies and uh and and um and things that were more like thriller and stuff like this is short all short stuff but nothing that was ever on the horror end and it when it just clicked and i and when when i finally said like i should probably make a horror film it like it, like i felt like someone just punched me in the face and said why the hell have you been doing thinking about it? <laughs> and why did it take you until now to think about it? like that that answer was like right in front of my face the whole time and um uh and so when i wrote hell house that was as i said it was my first go at writing horror and i just put everything that i love all my favorite kind of scares like the subtle stuff in the background. And I just, I'm like, I'm just going to put my own take on my favorite kind of scares that I know from horror. And I'm going to put that into hell house. And it's going to be all the kind of like just the subtleness of everything. Things that just make you, you know, you have the hair on the back of your neck, stand up, doesn't really overly jump out at you, go boo, but it just creeps you out subtly and just make the film like have that whole uh, vibe. Uh, so, um, but yeah, when I was in film school, that was never on my mind. It was right in film school. It just, I was just excited, just, you know, using 16 millimeter cameras and filming stuff and trying to learn all the, all embrace, you know, learn coverage and best ways to do things. And uh, never really thought about the, um, but really the best film school is just making short films. Um, sure. going out there and make and making terrible short films they don't have to be good uh, <laughs> matter even, like even if the most they suck you're just, that's the learning process short films are for learning and then you get as many you get a lot of short films under your belt and then go out and make a feature don't just jump into a feature make some short films first even if they're zero budget short films that's the advice i always give to filmmakers is make a bunch of shitty short films before you um with no budget shitty short films because they're no budget they're going to be shitty it doesn't matter if they're shit that's yeah, yeah. the practice um and then uh and then jump into the feature world yeah you, you know what's That's funny it, this is now two filmmakers in a row that we've had two fantastic filmmakers in a row that said that they went to film school for something that wasn't horror and then horror <laughs> was like nah you're gonna do horror like, <laughs> and then, horror came and knocking both, yeah and then both of you ended up being amazing horror directors so was, <laughs> i mean when it's there it's there you know yeah but, yeah I mean, because like I said before, but I'll reiterate. I mean, like you came out like out of the gates with like like a truly like scary movie and like a a movie that like it's kind of like universally loved in a in a group of people in a, in like a world where people are pretty opinionated and enjoy and enjoy not liking things. I mean, we got to yeah, be more opinionated in horror, but like I feel like it's still like. Yeah, but I feel that this comes from passion. People love horror, you know. So yeah. that makes and and I love that people are passionate about it, even if someone's going to say have a, a bad opinion about hell or something like that that's that's fine i just love that people are passionate enough to give their opinions and that's what i love about horror it's just people are invested in it and it's sure. a, it's a, it's a family a horror family and it's it, all of us who just love live breathe everything horror um even if we disagree it's we disagree because we're passionate about it and I, I love that about horror like that is that is such a positive um and uh, has like kind of made, really, it, it really made my night i love that that's a that's a solid uh, solid take on that um well i think i think a lot of times with horror criticism i think a lot of times because we are passionate about it like you said i think a lot of times if we say something negative it's like negative because it's like what we wanted it to be you know like oh it was so close like it yeah. it could have been yeah. this or it, you know like it's never anything that's i mean it's very occasionally where somebody's just a real dick about it but for the most part it's like it's like oh like i wanted to love it like it was so close but it like it fell short or like you know that type of thing I personally think that's the fault of the viewer 
I agree. And they but... didn't put enough into watching the film. I try to go into every film I watch thinking about everything about the film, not just the film. And I don't do this as like a critical, like, I'm going to check every detail of this and stuff. I want to be sort of invited into the film. That's where I start to love movies. Mm. I think one of the first ones that did it for me really was Your Next, where it just, yeah. everybody on that, in the movie, you could feel was having fun on set. You could feel that everybody <laughs> yeah. loved what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. And, and there was something okay, about okay. that that just clicked in me. And I was like, oh, all you have to do is is give yourself over to it. Most of the time, horror is going to entertain you if you just meet it where it's at. Like Ryan, if you said, let it, lot. yeah, just yeah. let it and let it entertain you. And that happened. That happened to me too when I watched the movie Watcher. I had somebody tell me, like, straight up, tell me to my face that that movie sucked i was like are you out of your mind i was like i was like even if you didn't like it like to say that that movie sucked i was like that movie made my skin crawl off of my bones like it was you know that type of thing where i'm sitting there just like i i don't think that you were actually watching the movie i think yeah. you were just kind of there you know what i mean yeah and we were present while i was playing yeah yeah and it's like most of the movies i've seen in the past that i was like really like i fucking hate that movie i've gone back to watch with a different mindset and been like oh fuck that was actually pretty good <laughs> you know right. like i was wrong i went in with a bad attitude or something and mm -hmm. so i think i try to go into horror because it's a celebration like i'm putting on a horror movie because i love it so i i'm stoked just to hit play <laughs> Dude, my halloween literally this year so this is kind of funny most halloweens like i have something to do whether it's like a show or whether it's you know something but we're going to altercation fest the day after halloween and i'm flying out so early on november 1st that i'm just pulling an all day and all nighter on halloween <laughs> and i'm just like it's gonna be the biggest horror marathon that i think i have personally ever gone through so it's, nice. just, it's gonna be <laughs> Uh, for me, I'm just basically going to be like pleasurably waterboarded with horror just for a full 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> and I'm super, super looking forward to it. I'm just like, this is going to be the best Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you feel about uh, tackling our Sinister Six? Do you think you're, uh, you think you can handle that? Our opinion I questions? Think you can. I think you can too. I think you can. <laughs> all right, you guys, you guys seem confident. All right, I feel like you're gonna yeah. do all right. Yeah, it's fun. Um, you can answer this, you know, one in just one word, short or, form, or long form, however exactly. you want to answer. Yep. You can pass if you want, no problem. Um, first one's Freddie or Jason. Um, Freddie, nice. What's the difference between thriller and horror? um thriller um hmm, that's a good question damn it why do you guys something like that? Uh, <laughs> uh because they, they both get the adrenaline going so uh it's really hard to distinguish without really uh, i think horror um is meant to uh terrify and thriller is meant to keep you on the edge of your seat um it, which are different um so I, that's, that's, that's what I would say. Uh, it's more, uh, you, you, are in a dark place when you're watching a horror and you're getting scared by horror and thriller, you're, you can be eyes wide open, excited and on the edge of your seat. It could be completely different feeling, but still the same adrenaline is pumping through your body, but you're just having a different reaction to that adrenaline. I think. What horror movie influenced your taste the most? Exorcist. Nice. <laughs> um if you could erase one movie from existence what would it be and it doesn't have to be horror <laughs> i i know i passed that's, that's, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a lot we've of had, people we've, pass we've had a that. lot of that people reason. with that answer so that's good yeah. <laughs> particularly filmmakers are like no yeah. like we need art and like yeah although <laughs> some, exist. some people are like nope i got the one right on top of my head <laughs> <laughs> i've been so. waiting for this question <laughs> i mean i have some of my own short films that i might want to <laughs> 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 um are ghosts real no. Nice. Very matter of fact answer on that yep. one. We always like that. I, I um, uh, one sentence more. I would love for them to be real, yeah. but they're not. 
right. <laughs> I hear you there. Yep. Um, Midsummer or Hereditary? Ooh, hereditary. Cool. I kind of figured. I kind of figured you were going to be here. I'm a Hereditary. These, these are Midsummer guys, but I'm a Hereditary guy, so I think. <laughs> uh, and I kind of felt you. Yeah, were I mean, they both are just beautifully acted, beautifully shot, beautiful stories, um, and everything about them. It just you just can fall in love with for different reasons. For sure. I had just much more uh of the uh the fear the adrenaline the the, the i just dread um through me watching um hereditary for sure yeah i should really reconsider my answer because at no point in midsummer did i forget what happened after a moment in the movie you know? sure, yeah, yeah. Like hereditary the first time i saw it when her head comes off I don't remember anything after. I was so <laughs> shook from that. Yeah. I was like, they did that? Oh my God. Yeah. And like yeah. 30 minutes that, into the movie. Like, like, fuck. Yeah. And so uh, then I watched it again and absolutely loved it. And that never happened in Midsummer. I remembered it thoroughly all the way through. So maybe that says something. There yeah. was a lot, there was a lot of people that had a similar reaction to the to the head telephone pole scene that <laughs> had the same reaction in Midsummer with the people jumping off the cliff. Oh, that's true. So there was that there was that parallel. And I think Ari Aster is good about having one of those, like just one. There's one point in his movies where you kind of it's like your brain hits that reset or it's just like <laughs> did, oh, that just, did that just happen? Like yeah. but M- Midsummer, the only reason that I think I ever picked Midsummer is because the concept of grief ultimately being the bad guy which is like at the root of what all the like the whole pushing forward of that storyline that terrifies me because that's very viscerally real because I've been in situations where grief has affected me for a much longer period of time than I expected. And then when I saw that movie, I was like, Oh, Oh, I mean, I don't think I'm going to shove anybody into a dead bear and set them on fire, but like, (laughs) Grief has definitely hurt me. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, that quote. Um, I want to say C.S. Lewis is um, I, I I never knew grief could feel so much like fear. Uh, so yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's something to that. Yeah, Oof. yeah. That and heredi- hereditary hereditary has that aspect of it too because like Tony Collette is such a good actress, and like that just that one scene when she goes to the car. And and like sees in the back seat that howl that comes out of her, like oh, like that's one of those things that kind of makes your soul just be like, you know what? I'm gonna go sit in the car and uh, you keep watching this movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was excellent. Yeah, yeah excellent, absolutely. excellent, excellent job with the Sinister Six. Uh, recommendation time, Jonas. What do you got? So uh, musically, um, I'm gonna say. Um, Rodrigo y Gabriela, which is a flamenco slash uh, just two guitarists that used to be in a uh, metal band uh, back in Mexico a long time ago, and they became uh, artists just with themselves. And they came out with a new album called In Between Thoughts and a New World, and it's great. I just listened to it all the way through today. Um, It was awesome. And uh, so that's my recommendation for music. Um, For my physical media, I just got this in the mail. Uh, It is part two of the August Underground trilogy, which is... Oh, shit. I still haven't seen those. (laughs) Dude, it's it's like one of the most notorious low-budget horror films pretty much of all time, and there's three of them. Um, I'm not going to tell you they're good movies, and neither would Fred Vogel, the director. He would not tell you they're good movies because they're not. (laughs) But they they are a... The be- they're they're a lesson in making a <laughs> film with absolutely no money. Like the first one is literally the budget is five hundred dollars, and the second one I think the budget is like eight hundred dollars. Like so, these are these are like crusty independent horror films, and they're nasty. So, uh, but they're also one of those they're those movies that have that were not available forever. Like they just they were kind of dropped on the underground, and then they just like you know stayed in the sewers, and nobody was able to get them. And then he teamed up with Unearthed Films, and they are releasing all three of them. So uh, the third one comes out, I think, in December. Um, so that'll be my gross little birthday gift to myself. Um, and speaking of brutality, 
my streaming recommendation is also what i recommended on facebook today so i'm about to ruin some people's nights uh, <laughs> that's gonna be martyrs the original the french one because so it's good. actually available on streaming which is has not been the case for a while um it's on tubi um all i'm gonna tell you is it's it's a good tough luck. watch it's a tough <laughs> watch but it's also it's like it's a beautiful film but it's also it is so dark like it's uh and a lot of it has to do with the acting the acting is so good in it and the performances are just top notch um and also the filmmaking like it's just it's a it's a fantastic film if you want to test your limits on extreme horror um the french yeah, don't fuck around they do not <laughs> they, they, when it comes to french when it comes to horror films the french are like you guys can talk shit, but we'll show We're you. We're going like, all the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Martyrs is actually one of my favorite French extremity films. Um, and I'm happy that it's actually finally out on streaming uh, so that it can give a new generation of people some nightmares. So yeah, that's on yeah. Tubi. So. Awesome. Is that it? So, yep, that's all I got. All right. I got uh, a couple singles, music, real quick. New Alkaline Trio, Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs. Fucking nice. killer. Nice. It is so good. It sounds like just classic alkaline. I love everything we do. So um, you can see behind me. It's a big mm -hmm. alkaline banner. Uh, so, but it's fucking rad. Also, uh, Many Eyes, the song Revelation. It's Keith Buckley from Every Time I Die's new band. He's the lead singer nice. of Every Time I Die. He's probably one of my favorite vocalists of all time and lyricists. And this shit is just more of that. And I, I think he's with, uh, the band is now like two brothers <laughs> two brothers uh from uh i think crowbar or some shit but like it's fucking great music and it's keith buckley singing um for music or movies rather uh donnie darko i i hadn't oh, yeah. watched that in a long time i rewatched it the fuck jake gyllenhaal is just amazing in that yeah. like right i love that movie it got a lot of backlash when it first came out i guess or maybe a few years after i don't know why uh but it's fucking great Maybe because that dude went on to do like weird, I don't know what happened with it, but um, I mean, fucking, Darko Darko is a weird Darko. one. Well, it is, but it's just so beautiful. Fantastic I, I love movie. that movie. Yeah. yeah. And um, <clears throat> this is uh, for fans if, of the gas station scene in The Jerk. If you ever, if you love that, <laughs> but wanted it to be horror, uh, The Night of the Hunted on Shudder now. Oh, Watch yeah. That, that shit is great. That's on my list. I'm watching that this week. Yeah. 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 It's 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 the jerk with no horror. It's just that scene with yeah, yeah. no yeah, yeah. no comedy. Just yeah. right. <laughs> um, I am going to go real quick. Um, I am going to go the stuff. I'm going to go old school. <sighs> the stuff. I talk about it a bit, but the stuff is still great. It's still a fun watch. Um, so good. I still kind of want to eat the stuff. Um, <laughs> so like, I just I just want to just want to try it. Yeah, it's like mean, you want to touch, you want to touch like. the blob, but yeah, right. like don't. But you kind of <laughs> want right, to. Like, <laughs> right? Like I would touch the blob. Like it's like uh, the ra the raft scene in Creepshow too. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> she sticks her finger in there, and you're like, yeah, like do I get that? I you're living my truth. <laughs> and I and I just uh, finished Reanimator, um, and I watch it every couple of years. And uh, uh, besides having uh, Mr. Brian used on the show before and uh, being such a great guy and hospitable and things like that, that movie still incredibly holds up and is still just such a, just like, like the, the increase in insanity in reanimator to those last scenes is really, is is really good and it's super brutal but it's also kind of funny you know like when the doors open oh, yeah. up and the head flies out and hits the wall and the security guard dude is like yo i'm out of here <laughs> like you know what i mean like 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 I, I live for that stuff and uh you know what i mean and uh they really uh that movie is really still just a is still just a winner and um yeah so every every brian using the movie is absolutely disgusting but also kind of fun like yeah. there's always <laughs> yeah. every time there's real right. gross stuff you're like but also kind of yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, exactly all right steven take us out um food uh you can't go wrong with tacos ever um, yeah yep so 
eat a taco uh go fish tacos too sometimes those are a lot of fun yeah they are fish tacos um, are fantastic it's just good it's good for your health all around yeah um, exactly uh, uh you know you also can never go wrong with a glass of cabernet um mm-hmm. recommend nice. that uh, it's good for the heart <laughs> mm-hmm. have a glass every night before you go to bed um music wise um i you know actually when i write i list i listen to a lot of classical music but um uh, while i'm writing but uh so recently while i'm writing i've been listening to the succession um score um, no. <laughs> series um and um uh also uh i i you can't ever go wrong with um uh the leftovers uh score uh mm. just, oh, interesting and like this is very all listening to that it's so inspirational listening to that especially uh, while i'm writing um uh and music wise i uh, also i always find myself uh i i can't break away from uh the strokes uh their new album and not the new album the the, the latest album was out like what like three or four years ago uh the right. new abnormal i think it's just a uh, brilliant um uh but uh movie wise yeah so Shutter's crushing it I can't wait to to um to see the Night of the Hunted um but uh I was telling you guys before we came on I think that um Shutter's got that movie coming out December uh I think December 8th um uh Sacrifice Game um so well uh, Jen uh Rexler uh is the um director um and uh uh i was uh i saw her at telluride when i was there we're staying in the same hotel and i i really wanted to say hello and i but i was like i was like god don't be a geek don't go be like hey, really? <laughs> um so but uh i was i was too shy now. but i but um i wish i had though because that movie is just amazing and so when i can't wait for everyone to see it when it comes on a shutter but um something i started i just watched recently too that's not getting a lot of talk um which i think is an awesome horror film is uh the elevator game have you guys heard of it yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's really great. I, I really yeah. dug it. Yeah, I really dug yeah. it too. Yeah, it was so fun. The cast was fun. Like you just like yep. they're all like great. All those characters were great individually. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're individual, and the scares were good. It was fun. You you just like, and that's what you want. You want to also you want to be scared, but sometimes in movies like especially like the elevator, we want to have some fun with it too, and it accomplished all of that. And uh, so that was one of the first. Of the season when I was when I was turned on Shutter and I'm like I'm gonna just all the new ones they have like starting in September that was the first one I jumped into and I was like that that's awesome that was well done and you know like you think it's gonna be different than it is and then you start watching it and you're like oh this is actually like a cool movie this isn't just like a like you know like just like the elevator game you know I mean like it's actually like a cool movie and it's uh I like that they did that they did that with the Puppet Man too which I just watched yesterday and like it was Puppet uh, Man was so good. Know, so, that, that, that's that's my, my list for this week too yeah uh, yeah it's yeah, uh um, man rules and it's the same sort of thing where it's like you're just like um you're watching it and you're like oh it's gonna be it's gonna be this and it's gonna be like blah, blah, blah. you know what i mean we've seen this sort of thing and not that it, i have there's anything wrong with that but it but then you get into it and you're like oh no i'm actually like really digging this movie like and the and the vibe so yeah. cool yeah it was and, rebecca mckendry who too who did glorious Yep, yeah. which is fucking yep. dope. <laughs> yeah, glorious is great. I really love her style. I think there's occasionally movies that come out that like like the elevator game that have a title that kind of make you almost like I think it's like an unconscious thing where your brain kind of like raises an eyebrow where you're yeah. less like is that what is that going to be like like it it gives you like this pre thing the same thing happened with the escape room movies like when escape room came out everybody was like escape room and then you watch it you're like oh shit escape room like it happened to me with autopsy of jane doe autopsy of jane doe i thought the title was terrible and i was like it's just another excellent movie fuck that uh there was another one just recently oh the tall man that wasn't recently but like that sounds just like a fucking internet game it sounds like slender sounds like slender man and then it's not at all so much better so i can't imagine going into autopsy of jane doe being like um being like ah whatever i'll check it out and and like going in with so low such low (laughs) i I did blown away well i was fucking floored it's one of my favorite movies of all time and that director is one of my favorite directors and he he does so many different things that's uh I, I yeah i love i love everything about that film i think i think that was so yeah. Done. yeah brilliant yeah and then speaking of succession like it's uh what's his name right he's in succession through. uh brian cox oh, yeah brian cox yeah. both yeah so now yeah. were you upset with the finale of succession no no i i thought it was really really well done it's uh it's exa- exactly the way 
it, it I think it's exactly the way it should have been done. Um, it, it makes everybody hate um, uh, the sister. Why well, I forget her name right now. Um, but uh, you, you now you like officially don't like her at all. Yeah. I, um, I, I don't. At the end of the day, I don't like what she her decision. I kind of like felt like I because that season was the season that I actually started rooting for for uh, Kendall again. Right, um, and he was very likable in that season. I loved how they made him so douchey in those middle seasons. Like he didn't mm-hmm. like him at all. He was, he was just like making bad decisions, acting like an asshole. And then, but you saw he was starting to redeem himself in that last season, and 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 you wanted to finally have that redemption pay off. And then she just stabs him in the back, and and you're like. You know, uh, fuck you, and <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was great because well, how else are you gonna have it? You can't, you can't have. I mean, I was hoping, yeah, that they all died in a plane crash. <laughs> that, that was when that didn't happen. I was like, well, nobody got what they deserved. Right. So I don't know what lesson anybody's getting. Yeah. Graham wanted the Buddy Holly, but I thought it was a really good. I just <laughs> yeah. love the dialogue between the siblings and that. That was the 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 cheese in that show. Yeah, and, but and, you know, but just to get back to too, what I love about the show, what I love about any show that does that's able to achieve it is when you when they can bring you in with the music. I love a good score, and I thought yeah. the music and and Succession was so brilliant. Um, shows do it so well. As I said, the Leftovers did it well. Like shows that are just like they're um, theatrical with the way they bring in score, um, and they did that. And yeah, but going, but that's two HBO shows. But going to network TV. I still to this day I uh, I listen to the Lost um, soundtrack so much. Oh I yeah, Lost mm. was amazing with its score. Um, and uh, and then that final scene in the in the in the end, uh, uh, how Lost ended in that final scene, the the score really brings that scene home uh, at the end in the in the in the church. And if you don't if you don't have the score to that in the church, then I don't think you have that emotional ending uh, the way it, it had for better or worse. I know it's a controversial ending, though, but I mean, the score just really just like wrapped you up. And I was like, I mean, it's like, like, if you're not going to cry, I'm going to fucking make you cry. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I, I'll give you something here. That's going to be uh, <laughs> you're going to squirt a tear out whether you want to or not. <laughs> well uh, well Stephen, thank you so much for joining us um you're uh you, we really do appreciate your um your contributions and what you've done and uh yeah four feature films under your belt uh pretty uh pretty cool like uh really you know what i mean and four so uh, legitimately very very good <laughs> yeah. right like you're, exactly you're currently batting a thousand so good for you <laughs> yeah so good job so um yeah so uh when uh when you when you're getting a little closer to uh the, the next project uh you let us know and if you and if you need to kill a uh kill a uh, podcast in your in your uh, one of your upcoming movies <laughs> we're available to be killed yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll take a, i'll take like i'll i'll let uh, you I'll, I'll let you hit me uh you know what i mean like so like i'll let you hit me so we would happily be another goddamn horror body count that yeah. would be fantastic <laughs> exactly <laughs> Uh, so no, you th- guys are great. Thanks so much. I had so much fun talking to you guys. All right, all right. awesome, yeah. awesome. Thanks so much, man. And we'll uh, we'll talk again soon. All right. All right. Sounds you good. Have a good all one, right, Stephen. Bye. Take care. Take care, guys. Bye. That was.